I often say from spook to kook. Spook is a derogatory term for uh, spies, but and also something else, but we're not referring to something else. But the spooks are what people would call the CIA. But after a while, it just meant any alphabet institution, FBI, CIA, NSA, whatever, are called spooks. Because they essentially spy on the public, they plant propaganda in the public, they've had programs on this, Operation Mockingbird, planted stories in the media, COINTELPRO, which would infiltrate um, resistance groups and give them good ideas and stuff. What's We're up? talking about the kook, kook and spook stuff. Yeah, kook and spook. I'm explaining spook first. So oh. the main three are CIA, FBI, and NSA. NSA. And then NSA. probably DHS is the new one. But, um, they've had such a long-standing relationship with mass media, particularly the Washington Post Times, that the I mean, some of the so-called journalists are spooks. They're CIA and they were the times or whatever. So Operation Mockingbird is when government agencies plant the stories in the media. They don't even have to do that now. They not exactly just, not direct, exactly. <laughs> just direct the stories like now and then someone goes astray, like a guy Hirsch who had to publish his latest on the streamline on Substack because it wasn't gonna be in New York or much less the New York Times. Two places you write. So I mean, they run it. They it's Gary Webb because people think they killed Gary Webb because he told on the how they were selling narcotics to pay for some of Iran Contra. That's not why. Gary Webb exposed how deep the CIA is embedded in mass media in the United States and manipulated every story. That's why they shot him. <laughs> What happens is we always we always refer to operation. I'm echoing real hard on somebody's shirt. But they we always refer to Operation Mockingbird, but like that was what they declassified. You know, back then it was like a secret operation to put intelligence operatives in these media. Now it's like Anderson Cooper used to work for the CIA, and now he's he's the main anchor. It's like they don't even hide it anymore. Get all like retired generals and stuff to come on and just say government sources say da da da. It's well, yeah, so... when, when, in Operation yeah. Mockingbird, that was like a secret. Now it's completely tri- right. like, they don't even they don't even lie about it. It's like he used to work for the CIA. He's a former general. Like all this, like they don't. I mean, even look lie at some stories. Like for example, none of them would cover Epstein. Um, when the Nord Stream story broke, besides Tucker Carlson, I don't think any of them. Said anything? No, and yeah, and yeah. The, when it was first bombed, like when it first got bombed, what did our ABC, CNN, Fox, all of them say? They said Russia bombed a pipeline. <laughs> they all said not, that's what all of them said. They all said Iraq had WMDs. Not one person, not O'Reilly or Sean Hannity, the people on Fox. Definitely not Wolf Blitzer and his children. No, no, no. What, not, what's his name? No, one person, one person. What's his name? Got fired he, from MSNBC. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Key? Kenneth? What's his name? Oh, shit, I can't. You know who I'm talking about, though. The dude that got fired yeah, from MSNBC. Yeah, he was new. And then he got his ass in line and back on the propaganda train. But yeah, there right, was Oberman, right. Keith Oberman, right? That yeah, was? yeah, yeah. Keith Oberman and Phil Donahue just retired and he came Phil on Donahue, his yeah, segment yeah. and said, 
if you can't bully me, blah, 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 fired him. And Keith Olbermann came kind of like after the it was done and saying maybe that wasn't a good idea. But nobody, like, as it was coming, said, don't do that. Donahue did and got fired. Jesse Ventura did and got fired. Donahue's who I was thinking of. Donahue's yeah, who I was thinking of. Phil Donahue, who is right. an asshole, but not, at least he had a line. You know, he's like, hey, you don't have evidence for this. You can't say this. Um, they got rid of him. And he wasn't... Um, Media, he had a talk show, so it was kind of like not news, news, you know, whatever. But musicians, you know, like Dixie Chicks, anybody, which you couldn't do that today, you can't say Dixie or Chicks, but that was the name, right? (laughs) Right, they were super popular back then, though. Oh, yeah, well, the point is, uh, you just couldn't in mass media, it was all bullshit, it was all. Um, it's going to reconstitute the weapons program. We got to get them there before they get us here. Uh, this is what Hitler did. Blah blah blah. Once he takes this, and then he grows and takes another and takes another. They did the same crap with Gulf War One. Babies on incubators. Not a single outlet said this is not real. They didn't do this. Okay, so it's uniform. So Mockingbird might have been something they needed in the past, but uh, now well, it's no. not even. Oh, exactly, exactly. No, talking about Mockingbird, like comparing Mockingbird to what happened with uh, Gulf War One and 9-11 is kind of like comparing what's happening now with what happened in 9-11 and Gulf War One. You know, it's like they, it was like the trial run, like the trial run of controlling yeah. the media story. Well, like and during then, Vietnam, and- there would be critical stories. And the reason there were critical stories is most because of the draft, right? People had skin in the game. And... Bush Sr. said, we kicked Vietnam syndrome when he started the Gulf War. And the being, no one in the media is going to disagree with it. They're going to get the media in line first. Then we can do whatever we want. And they did. Right. Everyone right. supported that war. The whole world ganged up on a rock in that war. And right. there was no internet back then. This is 1991. There's no internet. So if the TV lies, that's it. Papers are lying. What TV well, lying? Well, and, the, and, and as effective as that was with like Gulf War One through like September 11th stuff, the media control they they recognized that and then applied it to social media moving forward, which right. works even better. Well, there was a when the internet first came, there wasn't social media either. It was just blogs and stuff. Right. And they oh, yeah. killed internet, that yeah. by right. Yeah, they put viruses out on PHPBB, which is what everybody was using. To force them onto Facebook and MySpace, where they could bottleneck everything, and then those right. companies got in line. And you, it's admitted now, like Facebook's crawling with FBI. Oh, yeah. now, so now, with now it's a thousand times worse. A thousand times worse. Okay. Like so as, that's as the bad spook, as we thought it was. Right. Yeah. We we can get into the details, but like that's a spook. When the government is giving you state propaganda, state bullshit, you know, and saying, "Oh, we." We just miscalculated. We really thought they were WDs and there weren't. Oops. Or well, that, that, that's <laughs> there was a meeting in that's, that's there was a meeting in Prague. Meeting. Right. Yeah, well, the meeting well, in Prague. Okay. Like that. Right. That was a lie. Well, that, all that was lies. Well, the chemicals under the palaces of Saddam, weapons lab, blah blah blah. It's all lies. They lied during the Contra. They lied about both golfers. They set aside gas and people. They said Gaddafi had rape armies. Right. Da, da, da. Well, that's spook well, stuff. 
Well, yeah, that was pure spook stuff. Back then, kooks weren't relative. They, they weren't relevant. Like, the kook narratives on anything were not relevant at that point. Like, now... Hold on, Spencer. It's just how... me and Pug doing this one because I, I got shit to do, so we're getting through it. But, like, it's... um. When other state propaganda from CIA or something, spooks. And spooks plant stories abroad, too. Spooks will spread rumors about foreign leaders and and they'll spread well, stories that try and be damaging. That, that's, that's a little outdated. That's what they did for a long time. That's a little outdated now because right now I think the main priority of spooks is to leverage the kooks. Like, right. Well, that's what, it, I'm, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> I'm right, going through it chronologically. Right. So you have Mockingbird, you have the Spooks take over the media, you have COINTELPRO, which is where the Spooks infiltrate dissidents groups and get them barking up the wrong tree. That's how that started. Like they go into the hippies and like, yeah, y'all should all smoke pot, which is going to make them apathetic. Uh, Gives a pretext to arrest the leaders and get them, you know, start feeding them ideas of communism or something, just something that's just like a complete credibility grenade. Right. Uh, which right. in the 60s, communism is a credibility grenade in the way that racism is a credibility grenade. Right. Like, right. With like Fed jacketing and all that stuff. Like the the way that with, with the, the people around uh, Malcolm X, especially people love to talk about MLK, but really Malcolm X, they like the affected people. They would always try to paint them as feds to make them like look bad within that dissident community. But like this was like pure spook shit. This was before kooks were relevant. Kooks became relevant right. with Alex Jones. Like after so, yeah, they, Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, then they realized, like, instead of planting a story just to discredit people, like, get them talking about ghosts and space aliens or something, and, you know, off to the Allah land to get rid of this group, like, oh, we got really close to learning. The UFO stuff, for example, I know it's just, well, there's a resurgence with unidentified flying objects, but, but prior to the first Gulf War, when they were trying to keep the first Gulf bombers a secret, People were seeing lights in the sky and stuff, and it was just, you know, very man-made earthly UFOs they were testing out there in New Mexico and stuff. Area 51 is real. It had the stealth bomber, which is not a secret anymore because they used it in the first Gulf War and every war since right. then. But well, the way they covered it up is they started to say, oh, aliens, and then you got anal probed and stuff, and they would have these hicks come on all these talk shows and talk about how aliens gave them surgery and put things up their butt and stuff. It was called like Coast to Coast then, or something? What was it? Well, that's a little uh, bit later. So it starts a little uh, earlier than that with unsolved mysteries and the, 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 the these yeah. shows and shit to discredit it. Then you get Coast to Coast Radio and Jeff Rentz and Bill Cooper, who was the Office of Naval Intelligence, just in there just feeding you horse shit, ranting about the government, and then in, in, on one side of their face and the other going, aliens, <laughs> or, or some right. other ridiculous thing. And this is where this is sort of a spook kook overlap. This is still spook. But then everybody that bites into the lie is a kook. They're not paid agents or anything. They're just hapless morons that fall for low level propaganda. They well, gaslight your shit out more, of more, right, There's morons, there's schizos, and then there's also people that are just like hyper distrustful of anything. They, right. they, they know in their heart that like anything the government says is a lie. But they're they don't have correct information, so then they're right. listening. Well, that's why I'm getting a gaslight. Right. So, right. This today, Pug's jumping two steps ahead of me. Fine. So I'm trying. To... <laughs> My bad. You, you usually do that to I me. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, this is one like I can. I have all the steps laid out. I'm just trying to explain it to a new person that's 
first time. Mm. I, I talk inside baseball too much, and the, we have a bunch of new users from Sneeko and stuff that's on China, like, right. walk through chronologically. So radio was a big deal in the 90s. Uh, Howard Stern and all these radio shows. People listened to that in their car because you didn't have cell phones yet and you didn't have tablets. And so the way you could like kind of tune in while you're driving or outside or whatever is on radio. And radio shows were kind of like podcasts now. Well, and the then there was a lot of public access stuff too. Like you didn't actually right. have to be like a like a, a popular big time. You could have a radio show because they were trying to fill airtime. Because before that, a lot like after yep. like a certain time, it was just like the radio sh the radio was not playing anything. So they were getting like anyone to fill in these time yep. slots. And it used to be uh, just music and commercials on FM radio, and AM radio would have. Uh, people talking about stuff, and a lot of it was political um, shows, political and social shit, just talking about whatever. And Democracy Now! and some of that, they all got started in the early 2000s, I guess, or late 90s. But there's a lot of things shock jock radio, humor, comedy, sometimes a little bit of music still. National Alliance is on there. <laughs> we had like all these groups that anyone could get on AM radio and whatever, including the kind of precursor to Alex Jones and people like Bill Cooper. Uh, and then they started internet radio. And that really took off, but it was, you could only do short bursts at first. It was like on wave files and stuff. There were no MP3s yet or anything, but uh, I don't think it was live unless you were like in the area. You couldn't do it in that nationally but coast to coast could go coast to coast it's syndicated so and they would take conspiracies <laughs> fucking motorcycles conspiracy yeah, theories are juicy and conspiracy happens but majority of conspiracy theories today are just full of shit and this is so that you can't figure it out well, just to be clear, we're talking about right now, we're talking about like 1993 to like 2000 ish, yeah. right? Yeah, about a little bit. So after the Gulf War, uh, which everyone looked at as a success, as a huge commercial for the Patriot missile and for Schwarzkopf and stuff. So it's just people like me were like, I don't know what to do because I knew this is crap, but what am I supposed to start a radio show on? in Virginia or something there was nothing to no way to fight it and um, hey, Ryan, Brian would you say would you say like the funny papers were also like the same time period in the 90s like the bat boys and the UFO when you would go to the supermarket and be those crazy headlines well you'd have these you'd have like the National Enquirer and star and stuff that had a bunch of shit stories about celebrities not so much uh, Political well, news, well, just making. Ryan, you said you said what am I supposed to do? Like, all, you said what am I supposed to do? But at this point, this wasn't even actually that relative. Like, it, it wasn't on, uh, relevant on like a national scale. Like, it was it was within a, it, it not like it is now. You know, it was like uh, well, there was an underground group because I'll tell you what, when they did the '93 World Trade Center bombing and then Oklahoma City and then Waco, there were a lot of us that were like, 
hey, and wanted to say what was really happening, but there was, it was impossible. You could create a magazine, you could try and say stuff on there. There wasn't a way to reach anybody. There was no social media. The internet was just itty bitty after '95. You know, um, it's very frustrating. They they read everything when they had TV. This is why I say people think they're all black gold because, oh fucking everything sucks. Twitter's a little bit better than it used to be. But I'm like, you know, you don't know how bad it used to be. No social media for anybody. And they could just get on TV, lie to your face, and that was that. So the kooks weren't needed, really. Right. Just it was purely spook at need. that just, point. Right. Right. Just lie to their face. If there's some dissident group like a Michael Piper or somebody out there causing trouble, you know, they were irrelevant. around him. Right. We'll just get them attached to some goofy story about aliens or whatever. Get rid of them, you know. Now is that? Oh, you you didn't even have to attach them to some goofy story back then. They just weren't even in the conversation. Yeah, they just couldn't reach enough people. Right. This this is why Uncle Ted did what he did. Right. Uncle Ted found a way to reach everybody. He forced them to publish what what he wrote. So ahead of his time. So ahead of his time. Yes. <laughs> he found a way. I mean, I'll admit it. I'm like, did he have to be violent? I'm like, well, that's why I read it. He, right. You know, like he did what I'm, he did. I'm not endorsing the violence, but uh, it, no. did it work? <laughs> right. Pete and I were discussing that. Like, did he have a point? Like, if he had waited a couple years, the internet would have popped out and he could have put it on there, but still, could he have gotten people to go read it? Like, how can he get it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I doubt it. I, I, not a couple of years. Not a couple of years. It would have. Uh, I don't. I don't think he could have well, put up with it. For Windows ninety five comes out. Yeah, it, it's just. It would have had to go mouth to mouth. Dude, check this out. Yeah, and then why is that important? Because there's some super, math prodigy wrote it or whatever. Uh, whatever. Well, no, no. When he could have been, when it would have worked on the internet would have been like two thousand sixteen. And, like, I can't imagine him, like, putting up with it that long. Nah, he could have done it in 08, like, the way we got the Ron Paul thing going. Like, there was a... Once you had videos, you could just slap that sucker on YouTube or whatever, you know, like... A lot of the Ron Paul shit was not, like, internet stuff, though. Like, a lot of it was, like, like banners hanging from highways and shit, you know? Nah, but the only reason they knew is because of the internet. What happened with Ron Paul? Ron Paul's been staying in the Fed for, like, 50 years. At least, mm-hmm. what happened was, Money Masters and then Zeitgeist and a bunch of other anti-Fed movies came out to make that topic right. Well, and, and then, Occupy wow, Wall Street. There's a and guy Occupy in Congress saying this prior to that, yeah. prior to Occupy, because uh, that's kind of the end of 08. But like Ron Paul, 2007, you know, running to be president in the Fed, it's super popular. Um, but it wouldn't have been if there wasn't internet films and stuff explaining fractional reserve banking and da 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 But anyway, the kook stuff is when 